Scream your message. Strategic content reach expansion awareness method. Camp. Create archive. <laughs> this is lublish. Create archive market publish that which you study, adopt, practice, adapt, share, slash teach. You're listening to Hypno Athletics, exercising your mind for Hakeem Alexander Communications here on Colin in association with Unique Equilibrium. This message is about content distribution strategy. I called it Scream, Scream Your Message, Strategic Content Reach Expansion Awareness Method. And it's based on something that I'm currently doing and that has been showing a lot of promise because of its hack of these so-called algorithms and what that means to your expansion, to your reach, something that you may want to, something that you may want to look into for your message. So if you have a message um, <clears throat> that you want to get out there, you can give it a look, give it a listen, and try it out. This is my beta testing here of this specific outreach. But the idea overall is not new. I have various permutations of this. And what does it do? What is the benefit for you? Why should you even care? Why does this matter at all? Well, for various different reasons. Many people might think that it, first of all, has to do with some kind of, um, you know, marketing and, and campaigns, which it does. And so this will work if you're, if you're looking to earn some money from your content, as well as also if you're politically inclined and your goal is to get your message out there so that people will be able to, uh, to help and support your cause so that others can help join you in celebrating what you do, or maybe it's just to promote something. It could be your business, for example. I'm about to start doing a, a call-in campaign for a car dealership out here in Virginia Beach and get paid for it using call-in. And there are strategies for that. So this is a very interesting thing here, and I call it strategic content reach expansion awareness method. And what I'm going to lay out for you is are the steps to do. Now, the content is yours, but this is what how, how you're going to use your own content that you create in order to get your message out there. And so um, that is where we're going here. And I'm, this is something I'm working on now and in the, pro, pro, uh, in the process of. And there's also a recording that can be listened to later, of course. And that's part of this content strategy here. That's part of, excuse me. <coughs> Good sneeze, but you can do better next time. 
so this uh, this content strategy here so before and other permutations and previous in previous and um, previous installments of this idea I had once used the alliteration with all C's and it was called conscious content creation contribution campaign content content creation contribution campaign content uh, conscious content creation contribution campaign now this here is an acronym for scream your message right strategic content reach expansion awareness method and there are different parts of this now so this is helpful again to get any kind of awareness out for your particular message so this is a way to use the content that you have in a particular way to get your message out there and uh i hope you don't mind but you're joining me for lunch you're joining me for lunch right now so that's what i'm going to do and i am eating what's on the menu you ask well on the menu today is going to be some what do we call it here we have we have uh chicken salad rotisserie chicken salad and some trail mix with uh, i have pineapple banana chips coconut cranberries walnuts cashews and papaya it's going right in that chicken salad get that brain fueled up continue to keep it fueled for this strategic content reach expansion awareness method like i said has previous permutations to it and this is any message you want to get out there and this is something i'm currently doing now so this is not speculation it's not something that i'm guessing about it's not something that um, is being made up on the fly this is what it is this is what's happening in the real time, in the now. This is what is going on, yeah. Ah. So why would you want to do this? I mean, there's a method to my madness. And that method is that I have a message. And I want people to be able to use the material I have, the ideas I have that are working for me, and take them and use that to get their message out. So, I... Oh wait, what is this called? I'm beginning the title. Okay, screen your message. Can I copy this? No, it won't let me, so I have to go in here. I'm gonna go to edit room so I can control so I can copy and paste all this stuff. So copy into Twitter. So right now what I'm doing, this is one of the messages. Right now I'm copying and pasting the title of this call-in talk onto Twitter. I already screenshot myself in the room going live. Uh, even though there's just me in here, it doesn't matter. I'm showing that I'm doing something. And the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take this, uh, the body of the, 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 uh, what do you call it, description here, and now I'm putting that. I should add the show. The show should have been communications. So, 
saving that. So now, uh, no, there's no share private thing. I'm going to make the calls public again. I don't know why it keeps doing it every time you... All right, there we go. So, I'm, so now I'm sharing this to Twitter. And I basically took a screenshot. Some people know this uh, part of my um, content strategy. A lot of people are using it now, thankfully, because it's actually a very democratizing. And the, the content strategy that I use is very... Um, meritocratous, if you will, if that's even a word, but you know what I mean, right? It's very meritocratous in that the way that it, I encourage sharing is one that puts out uh, material and shares what I'm already uh, involved in, the things that I'm learning from the people that I follow, so people can kind of basically become part of my tribe if they want to. All it is is saying, hey, this is me. Do you like me? Are you my friend? Can we hang out together? And you either say yes or no, just like in everywhere else in the world. Just like IRL in real life, right? That's what it is. So here, I'm just saying, here I am. This is who I am. And, you know, come join me on whatever I'm doing. And so, and you don't make any excuses for that. So right now I'm going to put in a few hashtags into Twitter. So right now I have the exact same material uh, on Twitter right now, as far as the description that I have in this room right now, which is, it's a screenshot of the room with me in it that has this, the message and I have the text, scream your message, S-C-R-E-A-M, your message, followed by uh, the description, that strategic content reach expansion awareness method, and then the other text about create, archive, market, and publish camp, and I'm going to change that, I'm going to put the acronym here so people can see c-a-m-p it's a camp that which you study adopt practice adapt and share so so it's sapas study adopt practice adapt share that's crazy yes sapas sapas hmm hmm interesting so there's a couple of different I should just leave that Yeah, just S A P A S, and I can even I can even add more to that. Uh, create, archive, market, and publish. Camp that which you study, adopt, practice, and share. Uh, Sapas, um, in order to attract, collect, count, organize, record, deposit, and spend money. Hmm, that's that's a cool one. But I'll do that later. So now I'm going to put, so there's all the acronyms I have, and now I'm just going to put a few hashtags. I'm going to put a hashtag for Colin, C-A-L-L-I-N. I'll put in a hashtag social audio, social audio. Put a hashtag for uh, content, oops, content marketing, because people pay attention to that kind of hashtag. But I don't want to get too much into it. Let me put a few more uh there's content creative, what is this? Content right content, content strategy. Oh, there's one content strategy, because that's what this is, is a content strategy, right? Strategic, right? Content strategy, what is it here? I'll put unique equilibrium, which is my uh, unique tag here. And I'll put some other stuff here. Let's see, training, let's put coaching, 
And because technically I'm a top mentor on wisdom, I'm going to take that, right, and put mentoring. Mentor. Mentoring or mentorship. Yes, I'll put mentoring. Oops. And it's a little bit too many characters, so let's see. What am I going to take away from here? going to move that. Got rid of the period. And I can get rid of those semicolons. Boom. There we go. All right. And I'm just going to publish that tweet. And it's a beautiful tweet, meaning it's nice and neat. Right? It's got everything that it needs. It's got an image. Right? It's got, uh, let's take a look at it. There you go. So it's got the text. It's got an image. It shows that I've been in that room for 6 minutes and 27 seconds by myself. <laughs> uh, waiting for, for listeners to call in, it says. It's, it's nice. And so it has a nice little, I, I put it out there and I got my, my hashtags and everything. So that's done. So that's part of it right there. Is letting people know because now that that link's there, if someone's interested, they'll go to that and they'll click on it later and they'll come to this call-in talk right here. So now they have that. And I wonder if I do something on Twitter here. This should be interesting. Can I? Can I? I don't know about sharing this tweet. Right? Oops. If I share this tweet, mm, nope. Not there, at least. So I'd like to... Oh, there we go. There's a share. Copy link. Oh, that's funny. I'm going to cannibalize myself here. I'm going to put the link in here, in this room. That should be funny. I wonder, I wonder what... Oh, wait. There's not a... But my call... In, wait, my breakout link was in there? Did that get released or deleted? How dare they? How dare they? My ocarina... I had an ocarina uh, room uh, sound check, sound analysis. I had a, I did a room over on Breakout, and I called it Ocarina Sound Analysis. So I'm taking that link again. I'm gonna put that here. Copy that URL. I got that. I'm gonna put it. You know why? Why, why can't I have that link there? Is, are, are you guys jealous of other social audio? They're not calling themselves social audio though. They're calling themselves audio social networks, guys. That's what. Um, that's what Breakout is calling them themselves audio social networks all right so i got the links i hit save here so great those, should, those are popping up there now so now i got okay twitter and i don't know what this is what, what the heck is this one there's just an empty space oh man so this is the thing here is a uh, get your stuff together hankum there we go all right now save that okay Good. And the room is nice and cleaned up. So we got a Twitter post, and I got Ocarina Sound Analysis from over there on Breakout. This is fantastic. So I've shared it. I've done my, my work of sh getting making sure that people are going to be able to get that message. Um, I'm also going to have to uh, make sure that people can call in if they want to. And so I have that there. So, so now here's the content strategy. Here's the strategic content reach expandish awareness method. So the first thing is you have to create content. So here I am creating this right now. And you've you create this, these things over and over again. So here's the method. What I do is what I've done here and on Wisdom and Breakout. I've done some on Clubhouse, some on Twitter Spaces, and I'll be all over the place. Wherever anybody will allow me to record and store audio, I'm going to go there. 
because I can repurpose all of that for very specific targeting purposes that a lot of people don't realize. See, a lot of people are going for all of these metrics. A lot of you who are disappointed in your efforts are go is because you're going for a specific kind of metric. And the specific kind of metric that you're going for is you're looking for people to like your stuff. You're looking for them to, to, to heart it and, and maybe even comment and this and that. And the comments are great, especially if they're thoughtful comments. So earlier today, uh, someone wrote something about about some people forcing you to feel guilty, and I just wrote boo to guilt, because that's how I feel about guilt, like boo, guilt, right? So I just wrote it, that's how I really felt, and I, and I went along, and that was, that, that was real, that was thoughtful comment, that was real, I thought about that, that's how I felt, and I put it there. Um, so you don't have to force yourself to go around doing that stuff. Part of social proof formula is something that I also share, is, is just being there for other people. Saying, hey, sharing their stuff. If it, if it resonates with you, if it's embarrassing to you, if you don't want to share it, if you don't want to be connected to it, then don't. But that's the problem that most people have. That's what most of your friends have. If you have friends who are content creators and you don't go around sharing their stuff and supporting them, you, you don't understand how much you're hurting their feelings and how much damage you're doing to that person. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I don't give a flying fish if you uh, like my stuff or follow me or even say anything to me. I'm not, I, I don't feel that way. I'm doing this as a as a public, what did I call it the other day? Public contribution message. Yeah, I'm doing this as a public contribution message because um, here's why. I hear people bring it up all the time. I hear people talking all the time about how uh, their friends and family and other people who um, show up in their spaces don't contribute. And it hurts them, and I can tell. People, people aren't doing this for nothing. People, the reason why a lot of people also who do this type of stuff want to be heard is not just because it's a vanity party. Hey, Vlad, it's not just because it's a vanity party. It's because they want to... Um, a lot of these people really have altruistic messages that they want other people to hear, and they want to get that message across. Hey, Vlad, how you doing, brother? I was wondering when I would see you and you'd come through, man. Hello. Good morning. Morning. I told you I'd be doing more stuff over here. Oh, that's right. You're three hours early because you're in California, so it's nine twenty-four over there. I'm twelve twenty-four on the on the East Coast. So, so I'm doing. So the thing is that a lot of people want to get their messages out, and they, it's for various different reasons, and not and most of it is not for vanity. A lot of it is because people really need to get their messages out. And the reason why I'm I'm even saying it's not for vanity and why I'm emphasizing that is because people's feelings get hurt. And when people's feelings get hurt, it's because they are feeling like they're unheard, like they're not being listened to, like they're not being acknowledged. And how do I know this? Once again, because people, I see people saying this all the time, like, my friends don't pay attention, my family, and, and people start getting angry. Like, what do I have to do to get just a few of you to pay attention to this message? I'm creating. You're not doing anything. You're not creating. You're a consumer. And I can see that how they feel. That a lot of their friends, most, most of my friends and family are consumers. They're not creators. And so it's frustrating when you're a consumer from these people's perspective, when you're, uh, when you're a consumer and you're not consuming that which your friends and family make. And that's what happens to a lot of these creators, a lot of content creators. They get really frustrated and they get their feelings hurt because they feel like they're not being heard. They feel like their message is not being heard. And why are their feelings hurt because their message is not being heard? It's not because they're just a vain person that just needs to have themselves heard and put it out there. No, they really are hurt because they want their message to be heard because they know that their message 
can help people. They want to share it because, yes, they want to be, uh, what do you say, famous, like internet famous. They want to be known, but they want to be known as the person who actually is helping people. And so in creating a piece of content like this, the number one thing is to do this, is to start creating it, especially in social audio makes it uh, very, very, very easy to create a lot of content. And it, you can create it live. Like right now I'm creating this live. And that means that anybody can come in, they can listen, they can talk, they can have a conversation in this moment. The great thing about social audio, which is the great thing about broadcasting in general, live broadcasting in general, is that you can have this vibe with different people or not. You know, it's the potential to just speak to the universe. I got Vlad right now. He's my friend he, that I met here on social audio networks. And he's here just hanging out. And it's just, it's just cool to know that he's here. He decided to come by. And the reason why I'm here today also is because of Vlad in, in, in large part because he, this is the platform I met him on. This is where he's most comfortable. This is where he thrives. He likes the, the, the community environment that it provides, which is a little bit different than, well, actually much different interface than over on Wisdom, for example. I mean, there's a place called Breakout that has a social community, but they're very small and they're waking up right now. Of course, there's Clubhouse, there's Twitter Spaces, and they all have their own different uh, attributes. I mainly am going to be using Twitter, Breakout, and a call, I mean, sorry, Twitter, uh, Wisdom, Breakout, and Call-In. I think Call-In and, and, and Wisdom more, Call-In even more and more, because I really love the features that Call-In has, especially, especially um, able to share a lot of different links. You can really do it like a master class. Like Colin is really set up to teach master classes if people really take advantage of it. And that's why I'm doing this as my beta master class right here on screen, your message, which is strategic content reach expansion awareness method. And it's based on several different things like create, archive, market, publish, that which you study, practice, adopt, and share. Uh, practice, ad so it goes study, adopt, practice, adapt, share, and teach. And so the interesting thing about that is you, this is all it right here in, that, in just that description. It's not a secret. In order to create content, all you have to do is create, archive, market, and publish that which you are already, right, studying, adopting, practicing, adapting, and sharing. So that's the system I have is study, adopt, practice, and teach, right? Oh, look at this, Brother Rodney here. Rodney, watch this. You're going to see a cool feature here. I'm going to bring you up there. And uh, Rodney, I think that maybe you've probably used, and you don't have to, Rodney, of course, to, to speak at all. You can stay on mute if you want to. Um, I just gave you that opportunity to come and check it out. But I'm glad that you came over and checked it out because this is really amazing, Rodney. What you're going to see something here is, uh, as I was just saying just now, that this has the ability to, the way that Colin is set up, to offer master classes and because if you look at the link bar at the top it says communications and you can slide it across and it has a twitter link which i simply put the um the link to this show here with just a photo of it like i always do with the screenshots and then i also talked about that and then i have one that i did this morning called ocarina sound analysis over on breakout so as you can see uh that's one thing uh, for listeners and people who play this back will see that i'm very active as well um, and that's the, the point. So here's the point number one, right? If you look at the description, and there's a better one on, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to do a little trick here. I'm actually going to go over to 
Twitter really quickly. See, because just because of how I'm using it on my device, guys, I'm doing a live hack right now, by the way. This is a live hack that I'm doing because of the description in Colin, because I'm using my mobile device. It came out a little clunky, but I know a hack. If I just go over to Twitter right now and copy the, um, the link from over there, um, I mean, the, the con to copy the text from over there, excuse me. So this is one thing you'll notice too about a lot of people who do social audio. You'll notice when they're distracted, when they stop and stutter. It happens to everybody, and I know it happens to me, and I noticed it happened to another friend of ours, um, Graciela, the other day, and then she said it out loud. She's like, the reason why I'm stopping is because I'm doing something right, doing something else right now, and she was make, writing a message or something like that. So here's what I'm going to do. Because you can live edit your... your um, your description here so i just did that and now i'm going to make sure that the call-in feature is is live let's see i got live chat yep i'm gonna hit save and then you should be able to see now in the description has changed the way it look it looks the spacing and everything like that um and live here right now you might not be able to see that but now it has it all laid out much better so scream your message right uh, strategic content reach expansion awareness method right and that's the way I put it on on Twitter and so and 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 the whole thing is right in the description it says create archive market publish that which you study adopt practice adapt share and I'm leaving it at share from now on instead of putting teach and I like that it's a, a palindrome sapas s-a-p-a-s um, and so I'm gonna leave that share is a good word it's a friendly word and that's it right there uh, that's exactly what I do. I create stuff that's and archive it, and I market it and publish it based on what I'm studying, what I adopt as I'm studying. I bring it into my own. I practice it so that I get to know it really, really well. I adapt it to my own needs, and then I share it. And that's what the first step of content creation is. That's the first step of this scream, to scream your message, meaning to really get it out there. Strategic content reach expansion awareness method is you start by creating the content. Now, here's the trick of one thing that I've done, and somebody like you, Rodney, that has already done a whole lot of this, is um, you already have a library. You have a legacy library of stuff that you've already built up. And so what now you do with that, so this is the exact method and the exact process right here. Because some people will see, some people, you're going to see people going to come to wisdom in several different places and say, like they did over in Colin when I started doing a lot of stuff on wisdom, because I didn't yet realize how I can do every, all of them at the same time, because I'm brand new to all of it. I only started Colin in about May, I think, or something like that. I can even check. That's a cool thing. You can click on your, um, your profile, and then you can see details um, about the person. Yeah, and it says, joined May 2022. When you click on a person's picture and then it shows all the different episodes that they were in. And I have lots and lots of episodes up here, Rodney, in like so many different ways and so many different shows. So from each different show, I have all these different uh, um, episodes. And you can, you can create a lot of different shows here. This thing is, is really crazy. So, um, yes, it is fantastic. So now I have... Uh, um, the, now here's the method here. So now that you have this content, so it's going to be a little bit different from when you do it on Colin than when you do it on Wisdom. But Colin has a great feature, Rod, and you'll see after this is published that has um, uh, that that uh, generates an automatic transcript. So the AI here generates a transcript 
it's a little bit clunky sometimes, but it's perfect. I don't even change it at all when I shared it on some of my blogs. And actually, I'm going to go look and find one of my blogs right now and put that in the link bar. I call those link bars. It's at the top there. So I'm going to put it in the link bar at the top there so that you can see. But actually, before I get distracted on that, I'm just going to remind myself that I'm going to put that. that I'm going to put another link about Colin here. So the first thing I want to do is this. Is so once you create the content, I've created a lot of shows on wisdom and here on Colin. So the very next step to do is then to play it back. So this is the one thing that a lot of people don't do because we create so much. But this is where you can expand your content so much. You take a break from some other stuff that you're doing. Like you, Rodney, would be different. You wouldn't take a break from doing moments of mindset. You could keep on going on because you have that um, that steady that steady library. But this is then to start getting people to look at older episodes or like there might be something that you saw before or you think of before. You're like, you know what? I have more to say about that and I want to expand on that or I want to turn this into a course. And so in the, the journey of turning something into a course is not just like all of a sudden like you just sit down there and make a course. I mean, yes, I'm not saying don't do that. You can if you want to. But like right now, what I'm doing, this is me creating the course. I'm going to I'm doing it here. And this is the beta. I may do the follow up here or I may try to go on on breakout just to see to play around with different features, right? To ride around in different spaceships. It's like going on a ride in an amusement park, going on different rides in an amusement park. I'm just looking at the features and seeing how they work and seeing how I can get the message out the best. Right now, this right here is, is a really great supplement to getting your message out and doing master classes and things like this. Because if you look at the setup, you see Charlie's down there as a listener. And then you see right above him, it says callers and public. And I love how they changed that. It's like bright green. Before it wasn't like that. There's a lot of features here that are different. And I love how all the apps, like I said, I've just been here since, since May. And I've just been creating like gangbusters. And I just love all the content creation tools. So, you know, because I think about it as being a producer, right? I'm just creating my own shows all over the place. And, and who's, if you, why wait for somebody to do that, right? You just go ahead and do it yourself. And, and then one of the things that happens from doing it yourself, even if you're in a small room, right? See, two, people get too caught up in having a bunch of fans and having a bunch of listeners and don't realize the potential of just doing it. And that's what I'm going to get to now. And I know I keep on stalling and running around, but it's funny that it, it bears this kind of, um, it bears this kind of description and conversation and to drive it home to people who will be listening to the recording. And I'm confident that people will be listening to the recording, right? Which is why I'm creating it because that's the next step in what's happening, right? You, you yourself listen to the recording. And while you're doing that, you're taking notes. But you're taking notes in maybe a Word document. Or you could do it on a notebook, whatever. The fact is you're taking no notes. What I usually do is I take notes live in my blog editor. I'll open up GoDaddy into my WordPress blog editor through my system there, and I'll be live typing in stuff there, the notes. Why? Because the very next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to screenshot this call-in show right here. Like I'm going to find like what I think is the best part of it, right? Like maybe the most people in the room to make it look good for the people who will go to the... The, um, the the blog page, right? So I'll take a screenshot just like I always do. Maybe I'll frame it a little bit. Maybe I'll take a couple of them and put them side by side or something like that, right? But whatever I do, I'm going to find what feels to me good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hyperlink that image that to go back to this, this episode. And what's going to happen is as soon as somebody clicks on it, it's going to look exactly as it was playing live as it does playing back. It's like watching a video. Dude, the potential of that is ridiculous. Besides the fact that Colin just added video 
dude, it's insane. The video comments, especially the guys from the Pangburn Hangout that I have been following a lot of their work here. When I first got in here, those all I would go to Pangburn shows and, and, I, and I would go up and speak. And that's how I really cut my teeth in social audio was over here in Colin. And I got a really good feel. And fortunately, I fell in with a good crew, which is the Pangburn uh, Hangout. And they speak mostly about philosophy and they have political discussions and all kinds of stuff. And for the most part, every member of that team, they're all really very cordial, inviting, they're open to discussion. They have really cool arguments. Sometimes you'll get some crazy stuff happening, but it's, it's, it's not a zoo. And I'm glad that I came in and, and got to have that kind of high-level conversation. I was really, really impressed. I had no idea that social audio existed. I knew about Clubhouse, but I'd never visited, only because you see what happens when people that, that rub you the wrong way kind of help you to be aversive to some stuff. So a guy I really wasn't a fan of had, uh, was over there. Rodney, what's up, brother? I see you unmuted. Yeah, I unmuted. Man, this is this is this is wonderful. Um, you know, just because of the the social, I'm fairly new to social audio as well. I was always, you know, the clubhouse effect of having people talking all over, you know, and then the fine wisdom have that come to my, you know, my my frame of reference and to dive in there, and obviously meeting you. And us having conversations now, and it is helping uh, expand the horizons in terms of um, sharing the message and not just a limited capacity, but really being able yeah. to dive into seeing so many different developments and so many different applications that will allow us to share. And, and when you're talking yeah. about you know, hosting master classes or whatever the case may be, it's all about connecting and communicating, right? That's what, yes. and when we talked the other day, when you mentioned about how you know, radio and audio, that is something that will always be, no matter how technology, mm -hmm. how it advances and getting the opportunity for video, it's still that exchange of the voice to be able to listen yes. intently, you know, and, and we just had an experience on somebody's show, um, you know, on, on the Wisdom app, right, where we were both just yeah. kind of listening into the nuances and because of the answers to that particular question, I'm glad that you came up because it gave another perspective because it was just kind of like we were going around and around in a circle, man. So yeah, this yeah. Is, I, I, I love I love these sorts of things because you know, being a creative and wanting to share, it's always sharing from a place of no, not look at me, but how can we um, filter through, you know, some of the the BS to really find those commonalities and get to invest in each other. Yeah, and just can and contribute, you know, just like. So, you know, a lot of times, like I was saying just now, the, the biggest thing I'm helping people to get over is that imposter syndrome and that analysis paralysis where they're sitting in a room and they're like, they're all scared to do anything. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you scared to do? So they have two problems. They'll find every excuse not to do something, right? It'll be like, there's nobody here. So why should I start my lesson, right? Well, because it's recording, right? So you're yeah. wasting time right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. People want to hear your voice. A lot of people will tune in just to hear somebody talking, to have that company. Like I fell asleep last Last night to, to to wisdom talks and other stuff like that or something was playing in the background i was like you know what um i haven't heard from from a friend and i'm concerned about them but i'm not going to worry but here i'm going to put this on and just go to sleep so at least i'll get some rest and i'll leave my ringer on or whatever and so sometimes and i was i actually you know shared this with people there was a, a friend a guy who was feeling particularly lonely and i was like look i've been feeling like that because i've been by myself all the time I was like, you know what i did i told him come to call in I said, go to call in because I didn't even know about uh, um, uh, wisdom yet. 
And I said, go. To, I was like, sometimes I just go there and I said, I don't say anything. I just listen to these guys talking. I was like, and it's very comforting to hear the voices of these guys, you know. And it's 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 interesting because it's a group of men mostly just talking about philosophy or just hanging out, and with, sometimes with no particular agenda at all. And I'm like, Dude, I was like, I was like, friend, go there and do that. And those are the kind of things I did. I had invited him here to call into all the different stuff, and then he ended up. It was that person I was talking to ended up doing some yeah. atrocious things. Um, so anyway, but moving on, the, the funny thing here is that the, the cool thing about you, and I was just addressing what you, what you do and how you have all the content, is like you can now start building a class off of it because you can go back and take that stuff, listen to it, and while you're listening to it, start typing notes into you know Word or whatever or your blog, and then you embed the player. If something lets you embed the player in there, like with podcasts, like you know you can do that with uh, with Anchor, for example, mm -hmm. and you can do it with Spreaker. But here, the workaround I did for social audio is I just like that's that's how I got the idea a long time ago of because I'm a blogger, right? So I have I find all these different hacks that a lot of people may not think of, and so I was the one who started doing all the screenshots of for myself. I don't know. I'm not saying nobody else did it, but I started doing all these screenshots of the talks in progress. And then I would put that into my blog and I would hyperlink it back here. So that assume some, and I would give a description, click here if you'd like to listen to the show. And then they click it, it would take them right here and it would play back the audio. The audio would start up and playing and it would look exactly on their mobile device as it looks to you right now on whatever device you're using. So it looks exactly like that when you play back and you see it live and you'll see people popping in and out of the chat, Charlie down there, you'll see yeah. him popping in and out and, and, and it runs just like a video. If you wanted to, you could take this and you could use a screen, uh, screen capture program and you could just capture the screen and then you can make this like a, a you can make a bunch of YouTube shorts out of it where you could just show the. T I mean, it's just endless opportunities and endless things you can do with it. But um, but the next thing, though, is once you have that, now you have a complete blog that has new thoughts in it from the uh, a new perspective from you typing and listening back to it. Can you imagine all the stuff that you learn or relearn or remember when you listen back to something you did, especially when you do so much content? And you have so many people that you're talking to, and the stuff that they say, can you really remember it all? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so I it's mean, nice to get earmarkers yeah. and bookmarks for us to be able to reference. And then when we have new conversations, we can then, you know, enhance those conversations by going back and revisiting some of the old ones. Hey, you know what? We, we kind of touched on that before. Now we're doing a deeper dive. Let me go back. And you just continue yeah. to add on top. And it's, and it's, Man, this is the value. It, it's you. You've opened up my mind so much because you know when we get down and focus in the con just the creation of it. Sometimes we don't take into account. Okay, uh, finding a way to get it out and put it in a digestible way to make it easy for people to be exposed to it. And I think, Rodney, that comes sometimes from just shifting your perspective to what you originally set out to do, which is to make a living by helping other people make a life. You know, yes. you're helping other people build their lives up. There's a book that has a title called Make a Life, Not Just a Living. And so I think that that's the perspective that, I, that we come from. And we have to go back to that root because that's what helps me to realize, oh, just get it out there. That's what, why I'm not nervous or scared or have stage fright about anything. Because I'm like, 
I'm recording this. I'm, I think of myself as a producer of a, of a multimedia producer, and it doesn't matter if there's anybody in the room because that's what I never got. I was like, dude, who gives a fuck? It's recorded. You can share right. it later. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, people will listen to it later, even with all my my f bombs and all this other stuff. I mean, look at Gary V or anybody who else is natural or does whatever they do. It's like. There, if it has value, people will listen to it and they will play, they will replay it and they will share it. And that's the thing. Too many times we'll create something once and we put it up there and then we're like, boo hoo, nobody's visiting. Why is nobody looking at my YouTube? Because you put it up once and you didn't tell anybody about it. Right. And there's right. no context for it. Yeah. But like if you, if you, if there's one friend who says something about something and you're like, oh, I just made something um that can address that like the other day my client who her her mother died and i said oh here's this lucid dreaming and the illusion of death blog that i wrote and here's a binaural beat that i made called demiphase 11.1 there's no audio and there's no voice it's just for you to relax to and then here's a guided meditation that i created called um get unstuck by spiraling upwards and so there i've just shared my content in a way that really matters like who cares that's one person that's more important to me that I know that I'm helping somebody out deal with their grief than a thousand people who like it. I don't right. care about that. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Yeah. And plus that lady gave me, plus that, then that lady eventually ends up giving me money for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, then we don't even talk about the referrals that come from it. And next thing you know, you have a, right. a wealth of people and it's, you're exactly right. It, it's, you know, I, whenever I started, you know, the moments of mindset, the podcast, number one, it was, I was wanting to, and my desire was to help at least one person. If one person clicked and just listened to whatever I shared or whomever, I, that's what was meaningful for me. Wasn't you know? Obviously, you would to make the living, you would love to have the most exposure where you can show the ad, you know, where you can over deliver, right? But yes. it starts with that one. And once you realize that, and number one, I'm speaking to somebody that has been through what I, you know, they are in a position where they're going through a place where I've been. And so I'm yeah. speaking to how I navigated personally and I'm inviting them to try or attempt some of the things that I'm sharing and empower themselves as they're going through the process. That way they're not having to depend and there's no codependency on me yes. guiding them through every situation. This is about empowerment. I am not your guru. I just want to be somewhat of a of a benchmark or a guiding light you say you know what this person rodney is going to share with me his authentic experiences good bad or indifferent in the hope that one of his words will resonate and will spark that curiosity for me to figure out a different way because that's the only way we're going to break through that cycle of insanity we have to do some drastically different shit we can't keep yeah, tiptoeing in it and well, maybe I'll go back. Well, if you go back, you're going to go back to getting the same exact results. And then you'll have that anal an analysis paralysis and you will have the yeah. imposter syndrome and you just keep mm -hmm. going round and round in circles. And those things, you see how they're all related? Like I started realizing that like the imposter syndrome and the analysis paralysis, those things are so related. That's why people don't get started because they, first of all, they feel like an imposter. They feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I haven't done enough. And I'm telling people, bro, Sister, if you just start creating a bunch of content, then you become an authority and you, you don't long, you no longer have to feel like that. Like one thing that I do, if you just read a bunch of neuroscience news articles and you, you work on doing it well, how can, and look, if, if a person comes up and starts laughing and mocking you for reading 
and not doing it right the whole time, but you're re- like, what kind of monster is gonna go and criticize somebody who's trying to learn how to read? Like, what? What have we devolved? Like, and so people don't take that into perspective sometimes. And like, so it's like you can you can use this as your own classroom. The fact that we can record audio. What do people think? Like, think about what is school, right? You have a lecture. And a lot of times you have to give presentations, especially on the higher levels, like, but even little kids, you know, teaching English in, in China, for example, little kids, um, if, if they want to excel or get other things, they get up and they do a little presentation. Hello, my name is Chang Wangji, and my English name is Robert. I like to speak English because, right? And they do a little presentation in class, everybody claps and it goes down. They start, presentations are the key. Why do people keep pushing presentations? Because they know, first of all, everybody's afraid to do it. Right. But why are people afraid to do it? Because they feel like they're not good enough. Imposter syndrome. But again, if you keep reading and doing presentations and recording that, I mean, here they have the option to do them privately. So you can I could close this room and make it private, for example, and nobody could see it. And I can still make a recording. And so I can practice and I can build up a whole library of stuff that I practice and practice and practice. And then when I'm ready, I can say, look, here's my journey and look what I've done. And now I have all this and I could put each one in the blog. Here's day one. Look how much I messed up on this. But day two of reading, you know, neuroscience news, I started getting a little better. I read the same article just so I could make sure I get it right. The next week, but you see what I'm saying? And it's just you putting yourself through school. Yeah. And learning how to read and learning how to decipher and do this stuff. And then you share that journey and you show people what's possible. And you're no longer imposter because now you've built up an authority. You have this whole library of stuff that showed you becoming an expert. How can somebody deny you're a freaking expert when you just showed them the process that you went through? Like people go and do make videos in the gym, right? They're like, look, before and after. Well, duh. Do the same (laughs) thing with your imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Yeah. That's so interesting. You know, I I didn't hear that term until last year when I hopped into a, a pro. I did a free online challenge. It was a Tony Robbins, Dean Grassley, like own your future. And that was the first time mm. that I heard that term because I can only be me. So there's no like, yeah. you know, and so just but to be in that environment and see what you're saying, how rampant that is. And you go into we're already in our own heads. So to go into our heads and like. Well, I'm an imposter if I come out and express yourself in the only way that only you can. I talk about all the time that scene from The Matrix, guns, lots of guns, where they're about to go say more. <laughs> and, and Neo and Trinity are in there and she goes, Neo, no one's ever done anything like this. And he immediately says, that's why it's going to work. And so when I share with yes. people, I said, you are one of one special edition in the history of mankind. So whatever it is that you do with passion, with purpose, even if you're learning how to do it, it's going to work because no one has ever done it like you. No one can ever do it exactly like how I do it or how you do it. There might be some similarities, some nuances and maybe cadence tone, but no one can exactly express themselves like I can. And that communication, the consistency, if you're consistent, you can't help but build competency, especially if you are mm. really your desire is to make a difference and to add value. You're going to look outside of yourself and know that, hey, this might be the very first time I'm doing this. I might be riddled with a whole bunch of ums and ahs yeah. and not. But guess what? The more that I do it, those things will be eliminated because you're going to build inherently that confidence. And then guess what? If somebody turns around and says, hey, 
you know what? I listened to you and it really made a difference. Boom, talk mm. one up for confidence here. Yeah, right. Now when you have those moments <laughs> when you're in doubt, you can think back to that one person that reached out because they didn't have to unsolicited and said, you know what, Hakeem, you made a difference. Rodney, you yeah. made a difference. And then now I'm feeling even more empowered because if everyone else says, fuck you, Rodney, you are full of shit, I know at least <laughs> one person I made a difference and I added value. And so I yep. can build off of that instead of worrying about the, the vanity metrics of I need 10,000 followers. No, you just need one yeah. person because that one person can turn mm-hmm. into a million. You don't know who that person yep. knows. You don't know that ripple effect that you have in their lives that they can then in turn to say, hey, you need to go back to this person and listen. And all it takes is that one person. That's all it takes. And I'm, I just, I'm so thankful for that that perspective right there too because it it reinforces so much that I um, just from experience and just from doing, it's just been happening. I'm just looking at this stuff play out and I'm just thinking, man, it's actually really simple, but it's, I, I, I can see a lot of people are having like a real difficult time, you know, just expressing themselves. And I'm like, but I feel like I, I know the remedy for it. I feel like I can, I can help with this because uh, I've just been doing it. I've been in the thick of it. And yeah. so because of that, I'm just, just as I go along and I continue, I'm seeing how what I'm doing, I don't know why it, 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 it seems to be like that, but for some reason I, I've just been on a pretty decent uh, path of, of how I've been creating. Like um, it's, it seems like everything is just kind of playing out the right way. Like I haven't, I've just been kind of going all along in this, this way of just, I got to create. And I know that it doesn't matter if nobody shows up right now because it's being recorded. And what a lot of people don't get too is like, what opportunity do you get? Like, I know that this is how YouTube started um, and it may change later, but YouTube started with, with like, how, where do you get to just record your videos and upload them and have somebody just host them for free? Like, what is that thing? Like, why would you not take advantage of that? Like, this is, like, I know, like, look what YouTube turned you, yes, now you can get subscriptions and they control ads and they even put ads on videos that you have that been up there for years and you never asked them to and you don't know why they're monetizing your videos and stuff like that and there's all kinds of stuff they do. But the fact that you can put up videos for free on there and then host it and it can stay there forever as long as the internet's around, like, <laughs> That doesn't matter how many people are liking that video. You can take that one video and send it to the person who matters. Like, you know what mattered yesterday when I sent you the links to the the binaural beats that I had uh, with your voice and your show in the background? Yes. You know, like, and then whatever other ruckus I was doing. Like, that's what matters to me. Like, I'm like, I shared that with you. I was like, here, this is a way for me to personalize it for you and also to share something that I do. Here are my binaural beats. Now you can hear what they sound like. But you're yes. more, more people are willing to accept and listen to it when it involves them. So they're more likely to be like, oh. And I sent it to Sicily. And she's like, I didn't even say anything. I just sent her the link. And I, for, and, and I forgot what else there was in there. And then she thought she listened to it. And she's like, oh, it's me. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, she was the first person, you know, on the, the recording. Because that's when I started. Uh, I just had the idea at the, in the moment. But, you know, people sometimes like to hear their voice. And also, her voice was decorated, right? There's all this sound in the background. And she didn't have to hear mm-hmm. it pre- too present. And I don't know how she listened to it. She could have listened to it on the naked speaker on her phone. And there, then the voices would have been present. But if she was listening to headphones or earbuds, then it would just been a big wall of, of, you know, binaural sound. But see, it's just, how would I even know that I could do that if I didn't do that experiment or if I hadn't been playing with audio, you know, my whole life and, 
just love doing it. And it's like, man, I just, I want people to get over that, that fear of sharing because they think they're going to get ridiculed by other people. The people who are ridiculed aren't doing anything. Right. Right. You know, it's like, and we're not going to war, right? Your life is not going to end. If I, if, if, all of a sudden tomorrow when I do uh, my, my morning show, if everyone, if there was not one person on there or everyone was like, you are just ridiculous, it wouldn't matter <laughs> because I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for those that are coming after me to show them what can be if you just take uncomfortable action until you're comfortable taking action, whatever that looks like in mm. your life. Maybe it's not social audio. Maybe it's you actually going out and physically doing something, writing something, bringing something to life. Man, my grandson is going to be able to tap into this call in and say, you know what? My granddad and his brother (laughs) were about sharing and helping. So imagine what he's going to be empowered to do. Right. It's it's not about, you know, the the whatever I, I can take all of that because, again, tomorrow If God willing, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a brand new day. My life Mm -hmm. is not going to end if 99.9% of the 8 billion people don't give a shit about Rodney Williams. That's the case anyway. I'm I'm speaking to those that are resonating and vibrating on the frequency of just wanting to be the best version of themselves and share their experience. Because really, as you mentioned, it is in the experience that we learn and grow. You sent me the, the the link. I'm on here now. Now I'm experiencing a tidbit. You're planting a seed for this application and how it can mm-hmm. better add to all the things that I am doing and desiring to do. So now I have Spreaker. I have Call-In. I have Wisdom. I have all these different things that you have helped me experience. And now live, I'm experiencing this. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is a whole new world to explore and dive into. (laughs) And you know what? I like how quiet it is here as far as like, it doesn't feel noisy. Cicely was telling me the other day about, um, about, uh, about one of the other social audio apps, like an older, more established one and how, um, she said it just, and she, she described it as noisy. And this is not, I'm not one of those people who criticizes these other social audio networks and, and won't use them and be like that and bad mouth it. Cause that's just so weird to me. It's like a gang, like you're wearing gang colors all of a sudden, like, like, you know how people are about their football teams and stuff like that. And like, I'm like, man, why are you getting so tribal about it, about this app? Just use it for what you're going to use it for and stop talking smack about it. People start talking about the app based on people who they met on it. Like, I'm not going to start talking smack about Colin or wisdom or anything like that just because some dude on there was like telling lies about me on it i it's like i don't care that's not that's not what i'm there for it's like so but she was but she just had mentioned and i said yeah you know what it's a little bit over here it's a little bit less noisy it seems like there's not a lot of chatter like if you go over to uh and i really like twitter spaces but if if you go over twitter i mean you go to spaces and then you go to uh, clubhouse you'll notice there's a lot of noise meaning there's a lot of stuff going on it's like a lot of bells and whistles are like dinging and tinging and and flashing and flickering around where here it's really nice and smooth and serene yeah it's, it's calm right the air yeah. the air is free to you know float back and forth and you know look down and see charlie what's up charlie i hope you're well just to, you know for you know we don't we don't yeah. know where Charlie, and maybe you do, but you know, for me being fresh and new, it's cool to, to have somebody that's just sitting in the room and maybe they yes. maybe he's taking something from 
what we're saying. And even if he happens to not be listening, he can go back to the replay. Oh, Charlie's you, always, you know always mean, learning. Yeah, always <laughs> learning. Charlie, Charlie's always learning. Charlie, and he's very, uh, very helpful too, because when I've had um, some issues with the uh, the app, like he right away um, uh, responds and says, okay, we're, we're going to work on it right now and we're going to check out these issues. And he's like, so as soon as I send him a message and say, hey, this is going on when there were some bugs, he was, he was, I mean, like within, sometimes within minutes, sometimes within hours, like I'm, and I was pretty surprised. So that's one thing I really like is that there's a lot of monitoring and, and uh, especially if there's an interesting subject or if they're just like, hey, what's this person talking about? You know, so Charlie's, Charlie's always here. He's a mainstay here. So, um, so, but yeah, I just, um, so the other thing too is now I wanted to say, cause you said, okay, I have Spreaker, I have this and that. And another thing for people listening is that don't get overwhelmed because it sounds like, okay, I'm talking about, I have Clubhouse and I have Twitter spaces and I, you don't have to do all of that. Right. This is just something that I do because I, I, I have a fantasy prone mind that's very much bent into science fiction. And I really feel like when I'm going, when I'm using these different apps and I'm looking at these different interfaces, I'm in a completely different computer program that's, in, that's flying a completely different ship. It's like, it's, it's a different way to, to ship my message to people. And that's how I look at it. And I don't overwhelm myself. I stop when I need to stop. If I don't feel yeah. like going anymore, I'm not going to go anymore. But there's sometimes where I opened up a room like last night and I was going to do something. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm, and I put, closed it and I fell asleep. And I woke up later and I did a really hilarious science fiction rant um, on, I think yeah, it was on wisdom. It was ridiculous. And, yeah. um, and then I fell asleep, but like the whole thing, but people listening, don't get overwhelmed. Rodney mentioned that stuff and I have all those things too, but you can focus on one, but there are people who thrive on and they want to get their message out to different channels. And so, but you can find different ways to do a call in by the way. So Rodney, you, you see this, the, what I call the link bar at the top, right? Yeah. So if you scroll, you can see that there's a, a link to Twitter and then a link to this breakout thing called Ocarina Sound Analysis, right? Yeah. And while the room is going, I can still add links to there. I can add, like I can add the one that I put, for example, on, uh, on um, uh, what you call it, LinkedIn to share this. And I just... Like, well, like, that's why I say that LinkedIn, I mean, Colin is going to be the spot for, for us to do, you can do master classes. Yeah. Um, and so check this out. Now I'm going to drop a really gold nugget right here. This is something that a lot of people don't think about. And there's other places, I mean, you can do this because it's just a feature, but it's a hack right here that you can use. And all it is, is so you've worked security at the door of Club Before, so you understand bouncing, right? Yeah. So you know that sometimes there's a guest list mm -hmm. and people can't get in if, unless they, you know, they're on the guest list. So in a very similar fashion, if you wanted to monetize a call in talk, you can open up a private room and you can make it by invite only and only the people who have tickets, which means they paid you through PayPal or whatever first can get into the room. And that's it. It's so simple, but people won't do something like that. But if you get people to pay first and you schedule a show, because you can schedule a show. Like I have one scheduled here for the 24th of October in a couple of days um, for the World Reading Club that I scheduled way back in July or something like that. And um, and so you can schedule a room and then you can start selling tickets. 
And then once you get those confirmations, you look at the guest list. And then when it's time to go, like 10 minutes before the show, you start letting people into the room. Or you get a moderator. Like right now, watch this. Check this out. I'm clicking on you right now. And then bang. Done. Look at your hmm. designation now. That's cool. Yeah, moderator. I saw it. So now you're a moderator. And so you, if I needed your help, I could have you here on the show with me. And I could say, okay, while I'm speaking, if you see people coming into sending messages in the email that saying, or you see that they bought their tickets like last minute, you know, let them in, send them the invite, send them the invite link. Right. And then, so you can, you can help out doing that. And then, and that's how you can run a show and you can have a class here. So Charlie, he would be like, if there were more people down there, right. So he, that would be the row of students. So there'd be this, you see that they bought their tickets like last minute, you know, let them in, send them the invite, send them the invite link. Right. And then, so you can, you can help out doing that. And then, and that's how you can run a show and you can have a class here. So Charlie, he would be like, if there were more people down there, right? So he, that would be the row of students. So there'd be the students there. And then who, if somebody raises their hand, that's the callers where it says right there. And of course, then there's the teachers, instructors at the top. And you can structure it like that, but see, it's all about perspective and people aren't thinking that. Like they're going to Clubhouse and, and to call or, and to uh, break out or wherever the hell they are to, and just arguing about stuff. And it's like, yo, what the, when did that become a thing? Right. Like, like, right. When did it become a thing to gather socially just to argue? Like you guys, like you were debating with Alan Sutter. That's what happened with Rodney right now. Because I but was, was nice, explored. I was I was explored yeah. by just the the whenever anytime like whether I said something cool or whether you her immediate response was going right back to that initial. Well, I'm just shocked that this is the only thing, and it was just one perspective, and I'm like. I understand what you're saying if you're just looking at it from just one vantage point, but you're posing the yeah. question to get a different perspective. When someone gives a different perspective, you're going right back to that one perspective as if you're still trying to figure it out. When someone gives a different perspective, you're going right back to that one perspective as if you're still trying to figure it out. And I'm like, <laughs> glad that you came up. Yeah. Um, just to kind of, just to to, to, just uh, break like that monotony a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was listening, and I was like, I get what they're both saying, but she's stuck on that one aspect of it. I and it. I was just like, I get it, and, and why that really meant, like why people would be doing that kind of mantra or meditation for their kids is because it's so important. Yeah, it is, I mean, it's, it's, it's vitally important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, how, how, um, devote, you know, she's a devout Christian and there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but there are times when people have certain, um, and, and, and obsession, if you will. Right. And I don't mean it in a negative connotation, but that is the only view that she has. That's what she imparted to her children. That's how she continues. And she'll stay, she's staunch on that. This is what my belief is and this is how it is. And then, so for her to just open that up and I'm like, well, Daily devotion versus daily affirmation. It is somewhat the same depending on how you put it. But if you are just going to lump, depending on how you put it, but if you are just going to lump it up like culturally, just even how she posed the question yeah. could have brought confusion because that wasn't even. Well, I, I like to stump people sometimes on that where I ask them the question, I was like, okay, I get your depth is that you understand Christianity completely and totally 100,000%. So you could be wrong in your understanding. Yeah. So 
just because you're a Christian and just because Christianity may be the right answer to all things, right? <laughs> yeah. Does not mean that you as a human, right. an individual, understand it completely in the right in the way that makes it right. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So you can stop some people if you want to debate with it. I do I use that one sometimes like, but are you sure that you're understanding of it? That Christianity may be the answer to everything. But are you sure that you understand the answer to everything? <laughs> That's where you like. How is your human understanding matching up? Tell right. me that one. So, right. um, your human understanding matching up. Tell right. me that one. So, right. um, but you know, this is uh, again why I I've slowly gone through you know different phases of like I didn't again. I I wish I would have people. Yeah. And, and here's, I'm going to say this because it's, it's a shocking thing for people to hear. I'm not putting any names and nobody knows who he is. And nobody knows this about him. I just do. But it's, a, it's actually, a, there's a lesson in this. I'm not talking any, any smack about somebody, but the guy is gay, right? But he goes on talking about being a Christian and helping men in their manhood and, and how to help men get over all this, particularly black men with their, with their mental health issues and that. And it, but and it's like, but man, dude, you're so freaking gay and you never talk about that and you're suppressing yourself. And then you're also talking about and, and trying to make it look like you're heterosexual. And I'm like, that's just wrong on so many levels because you're just suppressing and hurting yourself just so you can push forward this message of being a Christian who helps who helps black men. Like, why would that be a thing? And there's a lot of guys out there who do that, that there's that exact same message. I'm Christian. And I'm going to help black men. There's a whole. That's a whole niche thing that's going on right now. So if anybody tries to say anything that I'm calling somebody out, I'm not. There's a whole bunch of people out there who do that exact same. That's a whole niche. That's like a package product right there. Yeah. I'm going to not. There's a whole bunch of people out there who do that exact same. That's a whole niche. That's like a package product right there. Yeah. I'm going to I'm a black man and I'm a Christian black man and I'm going to help black men with their mental health issues. There's like a whole thing. So but I just something like that is like, look, I didn't go to speak because it's just like. Like, I just wish he would just be him. Like, he's a great guy, but he's just lying about everything. <laughs> and it's just like, like, how could you, like, what foundation do you have to stand on there? Yeah. And so I just, you know, I just wonder about, I'm not going to freak out that you bounce out. So um, another thing, that's something about these rooms here. So you can see Vlad just came back in. Hey, Vlad. What's, what's up, going buddy? on, Vlad? <clears throat> give, Vlad, shoot me a, uh, uh, shoot me, let me see what I want you to give me here. Shoot me a party. Uh, uh, no, shoot me some fire if you want to come up to the to the speaker. Some of the different platforms, for example, I won't, uh, I don't use it in the same way. Like I spend a lot of time on wisdom because there's something about something happened. Uh, I was talking to uh, Amber. There he goes. I was talking to Amber J. And uh, Amber J does B. It's like uh, something encourage and I forget. I can't remember her, her acronym. It's B E E. But she. Um, her and I were, were, I was talking to Amber J and, uh, Amber J does B it's like, uh, something encourage. And I forget, I can't remember her, her acronym It's B E E, but she, um, she, her and I were, I went up there just to, because I like what she's talking about. And you know, she reminded me a lot of, 
of how when Sarah started, how she and, she, and Sarah's still really shy when she's by herself. But she, but this, this but B, Amber J has like a really cool message, and but she's just like real sweet and kind of timid. But but then all of a sudden you started talking, man, you should have heard her open up in the conversation. <laughs> it was so awesome how like she just lit up in this big light. She just blossomed all of a sudden. And then she started teaching me all this stuff. And I was like, man, that's it. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, I just learned a whole bunch from this person. And I just went in there just to, I was like, oh, there's this thing on your link tree that does this and I, and I just asking questions and but the other thing is is that um in some of the the spaces that I don't use a lot um I use them as practice spaces so I'll go over to clubhouse for example and I will just do a neuroscience news reading um to get if I'm going to do like a marathon like I'm like oh, okay I'm going to warm up here and do a cold reading and then, or if I want to take a note about something, or if I want to have something that has a nice shareable, because you know, when you share uh, there and do a little show over there and recording and just make up a monologue and then share that and people will listen there. And see, that's the thing. I'm doing it because I know that somebody is going to listen because I'm going to share it with somebody who I know needs to hear that message, yeah. not it out to the universe because I, I, I do that already. I, I, I have all these things do it, Spreaker, shotguns it out you want to. Uh, you can put on here on uh, Colin, it puts it out to three different um, podcasting uh, uh, services. It puts it out to Spotify, um, and I can't remember what the other two are right now, but uh, the point is, is that you have all of that opportunity. Let me see. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so you have that opportunity to do that stuff, and that's, that's the thing. Is like You can just use the spaces. Like I've said before, the internet is a notebook for me. I'm just taking notes, and then later on I come back and I gather those notes because they're useful. And you can make an entire course. I'm now building courses. I have, dude, I have 16 years of material to build courses from. That's like unheard of. Like I can now go in there and teach any class that I want to based off of the stuff that I have and just by simply tweaking stuff. I can copy and paste and then reference back. This is where it came from on my blog. This is where it, this is the precedent. And I can turn that into an ebook. And I can send that here, download the ebook. This is part of the course or whatever. I have just content I can repurpose forever, which brings me back to why I keep recording social audio because it's content and people want to listen to this, especially when there's a little bit of a conversation and they see that there's more people. But it, again, that doesn't matter. Yeah. If you give a good presentation of one thing, this can be shared over and over again. You can be like, hey. Look, there are so many ways to repurpose the content. I've even said this to people. Like I said to somebody else, hey, if you're feeling lonely, go to call-in. I said, go to call-in specifically and go and listen to the Pangburn guys or find Vlad or something like that and just listen to the room. Um, and then the other thing is, like, if if, if somebody's feeling a lo lonely or whatever, you say, hey, man, you, you said the other day that you like my voice or you like what I was saying. Well, there's a recording of this. And here's the link if you want to just listen while you're, you're meditating or whatever, if it's helpful. Yeah. And believe it or not, there are a lot of people who just like to listen because they need to hear another person's voice so that they don't feel so lonely. And that's a thing, by the way. This is why social audio is so powerful because hearing other people's voices is for some reason helps us to not feel alone. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know what, when we when we are, I mean, just think about when we, all of us had to quarantine. Right. And and if let's say you happen to have and you had you were just in complete isolation. Guess what? The only voice you're hearing if you're not on your phone is the voice inside of your head. Right. That might not always be the best thing. Right. And so to utilize to make have where we listen to others in a room 
and they are sharing maybe perspectives or maybe just in the tonality, the positive energy that's conveyed, that in itself can help and to be able to have these different ways of sharing and sharing it with people that you know either need it or they might know somebody that needs it and just like, hey, here's something that I'm doing. You know, I share all the time. Before I started my podcast, I started voice memoing, right? And so I used a particular app and I was voice memoing that would transcribe it and I was sharing it with my friends. And then that in, the, that in turn transitioned into me starting the podcast, right? And then now look, starting the morning talks and you and I having the conversation about how else in this content creation can we share these resources and share our voice in a lot of different ways. And, and by doing it, the thing too is um, the more we have teams and the more we work together, people, that's the social proof formula. When people see that, and especially the perception that a lot of these, like, um, and basically saying, hey, uh, Twitter, I see your verification badge. LinkedIn, I see your verification badge. Facebook, Instagram, I see your verification badge. All these different places, I see your official verification badge. Here's what I'm doing. My name is Dayo Akin Renati. I got a bunch of top measures. Bing, you get a badge. You get a badge. You get a badge. We've researched you guys. We see that you're doing something active in the community. We're going to give you an opportunity to shine. Here's a nice gold star with a check mark. You've been verified. Go. If you fuck up, <laughs> we're going to. Because we don't want that kind of representation. But here. And you know what that does to people's ego? It gives them that, that feeling like, hey, I'm a top mentor. I'm going to go in here. And for some people who run with it, it's like, yo, like when I saw that, I was like, what word? I was like, finally. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I didn't have to go try to, I didn't have to go apply for this. Somebody realizes of my greatness, you know, not in an arrogant way, but for real. I was like, finally, right? I'm like, finally. Yeah, it, Somebody acknowledges that I'm doing something yeah. and that I have something to offer. That's what, it, that's, that's what the perception was to me, regardless of what algorithm or if they use an AI or if I knew this, and I'm a top mentor and I looked at all the stuff that it meant and I was like, okay, well, I have a responsibility. I can't just screw off around here. And so I went to work. Yeah, yeah, same with me as well. And it, and it brought about a curiosity. It's like, okay, is this a, is this a hack? Is this a, a rug pull? And then looking and seeing how, Oh, Rodney got dropped down. Let me help him out here. <laughs> Fading in there, you know, the, the wifi. But yeah, you know, it bringing mm -hmm. over um, just boom, when I was listening in, her addressing me and saying, hey, Rodney Williams, thank you for being here. That hit yeah. different. I was like, ooh. Yes. This is what I want to be a part of. And I want yeah. others to feel this way too. How can I do just that? Right. And, and it was a shift from the the creating of the podcast or creating the content solely for me or solely for the person that I'm speaking with to this is broadcasting live all around the reality of somebody speaking and whether or not I can help just that. Right. And, and it was a shift from the the creating of the podcast or creating the content solely for me or solely for the person that I'm speaking with to this is broadcasting live all around the world. 
Let me then further my competency by how can I be a more effective listener? How can I be more of, you know, somebody that pays attention to the tonality of somebody speaking and whether or not I can help support them with words or just by allowing them the freedom to speak as freely as they would like, right? And so, you know, it's just a, it's a progression. And to be exposed, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, they talk about, hey, you got to get in the room. These master classes, masterminds, people paying tens, thousands, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to be in these rooms with people that are, you know, multimillionaires and getting to run the play and all that sort of stuff. Well, being in the room now and us having conversations now look at this the 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 broad spectrum at which, at which i can say hey you know what with all these different applications that are at my disposal how can i like you mentioned earlier not be overwhelmed but systematically how can i utilize and repurpose some content from my podcast or from wisdom while also creating new that way there's always a nice ebb, excuse me ebb and flow you know, to bringing about some of the things that I want to share. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the platforms are just that. Um, people can have loyalty all they want and get jealous about it, but I feel like the creators of the apps are not going to trip as long as you are bringing good content to them and bringing lots of traffic because it helps them, it helps their business, helps them get funding. Um, and they want to be seen like social audio is going to take over. That's why Twitter is doing spaces. That's why LinkedIn is going to start doing audio. They've been inviting me to do that all the time. Now, um, clubhouse has been a thing for a while because they see that, and you know, for all the reasons that we talked about before, and then there's this thing about, so they all have different purposes. So the one thing. I'm going to say last two about some very specific things like strategies to use is looking at both wisdom and calling. So what I like to do when I put make the blogs is one of the strategies I'm going to do now every once in a while to just really it's I, I for some reason for me, I get really excited when I complete one of my blogs and I have a LinkedIn link like a, an image from from i'm um, sorry an image from colin i don't know i'm saying linkedin and colin i'm getting them mixed up right now but when i have a one of the screenshots from colin and it links back to a show like a talk that i did today here and then also <clears throat> there's a, a link to to wisdom for the same talk that i did but maybe in a different way like a part one or a part two and then both of them can be uh, uploaded to Spreaker as a single episode, and I'll have that embedded there. So I can say, hey, you can listen to this on Wisdom if you're a Wisdomer. If you just want to listen to that one, you can listen to the one I'm calling. Or both of them are, can be streamed on uh, Spreaker, and you can check it out as a video on YouTube if you, if you fancy that as well. And because of the fact that these services blast them out automatically like that, I don't have to, but what, I, what my responsibility is not to do that. The technology does that. My responsibility is to reach out to those different individuals and share it with. And so there's a hack that I'm going to be doing uh, that uh, you're going to see, Rodney, mark my words, because I've already tested it and I know that it works. I'm going to have a flurry of people coming in here just because I asked them to. And there's a really easy way to do that. And it has to do with one-on-one -on -one communication. Can you imagine, think about the friends that you had before that maybe you go on social media and you haven't 
talked to her for a while. But anyway, the point is that I've reached out to certain people and they've just come, come in here. Uh, some work out, some don't, some I never hear from again, uh, but and some never end up utilizing it the way that it could be, but that's okay. Uh, but the, the one thing here too is that, so with calling and wisdom, they have two features that are interesting. Um, wisdom, you can definitely download the audios. Colin, I'm not sure if that's working yet. Uh, Charlie, I don't know if you could tell me anything about that if you're listening currently right now or if anybody knows. Um, but they're supposed to, there was a feature where you could download the audio. Wisdom can do that. So you can embed the wisdom audios or you can repurpose them for what you want. Uh, the Colin audio, not yet so far. Uh, but you can embed, you can put a link back to it and you can fill out your blog that has, oh, look, I did a presentation here and I did it here. And, and then you write, make a little write up about it. And the thing is just learning how to utilize the differences. For example, Colin has a feature that wisdom doesn't, which are the transcripts. So if you look at these shows afterwards, not only does it have the audio playing back, but you can go and there's a transcript that's generated. And I've copied and pasted that transcript and just put it into the body of a blog page and then just gave a little disclaimer. I was like, this is this was automatically generated by Colin's AI or whatever, right? And then so that's what this is. And so I, so I don't have to, you know, deal with editing or anything like that. It's just like, look, this is this is this is this is as it is. It came from the AI. If it's if it's a little clunky, that's just because it's automatically generated. Deal with it. But but for the most part, it's usable. Even if somebody were to look at just the um the transcript, you can learn a lot from it. I looked at it and the transcript is really up to par. It's just going to be a little while while it continues to train that it gets better, but it has that feature. So you can, so that's a whole piece of content right there that you don't even have to generate. So one thing is like, you can make a, a call and talk. And like, for example, on another device, you could be recording just your audio into the basic audio recorder. And then when you're done, you have both of those and you can, you can have one here on Colin and one was recorded so you can upload that to Spreaker if you wanted to. And then you can just come back and take that, uh, aud that, that transcript from Colin, put that in a blog with the Spreaker and maybe a link back to original, one of the originals on Colin or just if somebody wants to come to Colin or if that's the way that you want to get them to join Colin, say, yeah, I did this on Colin and you can hear it right there without having to go to the blog or whatever because people like to consume media in different ways. But see, the thing is just an endless way of just... It's how do you want to present it? It doesn't even matter. What matters is once again, the people who are going to listen to it are those who, but you, first of all, you have to create something, of course, as you know, but then are those who you give it to directly. Like just say, hey, I heard that you were going through something. This might help. I created it. <clears throat> the people, um, we need to be just creating for more, more on purpose like that. So let's see. Uh, oh, and now I'll just recap and finish here what uh, the main idea is here. What is that? Oh, that's a LinkedIn. Oh, it's a LinkedIn post. That came out next. So, scream your message. Scream. S-C-R-E-A-M. Scream is Strategic Content Reach Expansion Awareness Method. I love acronyms, so that's why I use them so much, because they help me as mnemonic devices. And what that is, is basically the, these ideas that I've mined from different places, from Jim Rohn, for example, where I got his study, practice, and teach. I, I expanded it to SAPAS, which is study, adopt, practice, and adapt, and share. So study, adopt, practice, adapt, share. And so that is exactly what I'm, I'm basically uh, creating, archiving, marketing, and publishing. Camp is I'm simply 
documenting what I'm doing and sharing that. That's what I'm creating content out of. And that's as simple as it gets. And the problem that most people are having is they're too shy to, to turn on the mic. And I'm saying that 